If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Inside my online program, Fitness Mama, I just love helping support women to care for their bodies during pregnancy, prepare their bodies for birth and support their after birth recovery, helping them feel confident and strong inside out during this important stage of their lives. In this podcast, join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you through every step of the journey. It is absolutely possible to feel amazing and confident in our bodies during this motherhood journey, and I want that for you. Come and say hi to me on Instagram, at fitnessmama, and let's dive into today's episode. And welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Today, we are discussing improving your egg quality with diet. So I chatted with Lacey Madden, otherwise known as the expert nutritionist, and she's a fertility nutritionist helping women to boost their egg quality and fertility so they can get pregnant, stay pregnant, and increase the IVF success. So today is a brilliant episode. We discuss everything from why, like understanding egg quality, what is it and why does it matter? We discussed five key ways that diet can help to boost your egg quality naturally. Lacey discusses lifestyle habits that can affect your egg quality. And she also provides some great resources to refer to. So this was a really brilliant episode with Lacey. A couple of weeks ago, you might remember, I chatted with fertility doctor, Dr. Daniel Lansberg, and we discussed egg freezing. This is a bit of a follow-up to that podcast. And in a couple of weeks' time, also speaking to a dietitian on improving your sperm quality. And in between that, we've got a couple of episodes in about toddlers. So it's a bit of a mixed bag in the upcoming weeks. But I trust you're going to really value this podcast chat today with Lacey, even if, let's say you're postnatal or you're currently pregnant, but you're planning on future pregnancies too, I think you'll still find this conversation really valuable. So, but before I do dive in, I just want to quickly remind you in case you had either forgotten or you hadn't heard about it, or you're keen to come and join us, we have a fitness challenge happening inside Fitness Mama in March, a 14-day fitness challenge. So every month inside Fitness Mama, there's a different challenge to really help you with your motivation, your support, to help you take action and whether or not it's to help you improve aches and pains with pregnancy, helping you prepare your body for birth or helping you to recover after birth. There's always different types of challenges. So come and check it out, fitnessmama.com for all the details and the links in the show notes. Right, let's dive into this episode all about improving your egg quality with diet. Lacey, thank you so much for joining me on the Fitness Mama podcast. I'm super excited today to chat all things egg quality, fertility, improving egg quality with diet. It's going to, yeah, going to be an amazing episode. So thank you so much. Let's jump straight into it. 
why, Lacey, why do you do what you do? Like, how have you, going from a nutritionist background, how have you gone to specialise just in egg, eggs? Egg eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I am super passionate about fertility for a number of reasons, but I guess at the core of it, anyone who lovingly wants to bring a baby into this world should have the ability to do so. And when I first graduated, I started accidentally working with women who had a lot of hormonal imbalance issues, who were struggling to get pregnant. And I just sort of naturally gravitated to wanting to work with those women. That's what it, what was lighting me up. And that's what was fueling my passion as opposed to anything else in the space of nutrition. So when I was digging into the research and and finding out that there was so much within our control. And when it came to egg quality, that's where I was like, yeah, this is me. This is my path. And this is where I'm, I'm meant to be. This is my, my mission. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting because, you know, I've been pregnant three times and not one person, or I never once thought it was a few years ago now, but never even considered changing my diet or a mm. You know, adapting my diet or enhancing my diet, I should say, to help support my egg quality. So let's let's get into it. Why why does someone come and see you? Why might a woman want to improve her egg quality? And when does a woman come and see you? Yeah. Yeah, so I see a variety of different women on their path to becoming a mama. Some have just started trying. Some have been trying for quite a while, like two, three, six, ten plus years. Some come to see me after a devastating loss or multiple losses. That's really common as well. And some in preparation for IVF and as they're going down that IVF path. But I guess Something that these women all have in common is that they know that fertility, sorry, that egg quality sets the foundation for their fertility. And I guess egg quality is a term for those who don't really understand or know, but egg quality is a term used to describe an egg's potential to result in pregnancy after fertilization. So after an egg and sperm come together, it's that egg's ability to then fertilize, implant, and then develop into a healthy embryo and result in a in a pregnancy and a and a healthy thriving baby. So egg quality also influences I guess how long it takes to get pregnant both naturally and with the help of assisted reproductive technology and there's so much research out there that clearly shows that egg quality is one of the most important factors in determining whether an egg will fertilize with with sperm implant and then yeah become a become a healthy pregnancy so it is also poor egg quality is more common in women who have difficulty getting pregnant it's often the culprit of unexplained and I use air quotes here because I don't believe egg quality is uh, sorry I don't believe that unexplained infertility is a thing I believe if we do some really deep diving we can find out what might be going on but it's yeah also most commonly a culprit for unexplained infertility and for those who have sadly experienced a miscarriage, multiple miscarriages. Okay. And I'm putting you on the spot here. So egg quality, it sounds like there's a lot of research showing that that has a direct correlation with our fertility. Is there any research to show that nutrition and diet directly benefits egg quality? Yes. There's so much. And if anyone wants access to that, I would be more than happy for their, your, your listeners to contact me so I can send it through because when it's there black and white in front of you and you can see 
that there is a direct link. It's, it's I guess, empowering to know that there is something, and I, I don't want to say it's simple because it can be quite complex in regards to the micro and macronutrients and the and the dosages and the supplementation, et cetera, and how much is needed and what effect that will have, um, for example. But it can be really simple as opposed to, you know, when you're going down assisted reproductive technology path, there's lots of complex protocols and lots of medications. And yeah, so it's it's nice to know that there is something that is within w- women's control that can have a direct impact. Yeah, amazing. So excuse my ignorance, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> um, so I know that our eggs are developed when we are in our mother's womb. Yeah. Yep. So when you're talking about diet, are you changing? Are you talking about the actual egg in itself or everything surrounding the egg, like the, you know, the womb and the what it implants into and the uterus and that sort of thing? Yeah, so I'm mainly referring to the health of the egg cell. So roughly three months prior to ovulation, eggs start to mature in preparation for the event. And that is the most crucial time as to when many things both negatively and positively can impact egg cells. And I'm mainly referring to the DNA that's found within egg cells as well, because it's the DNA that can influence whether an egg will successfully implant and develop into a healthy and thriving baby. So egg cells, this is really interesting to know too, that our egg cells are the largest cells in the human body. And it's the mitochondria that power them. And they need, mitochondria need the food, the energy from the food we consume to convert that into energy that the cells, the egg cells can then use. So it's the mitochondria essentially that we want to be in tip-top shape. And the, the research is showing that a diet rich in protein, antioxidants, and abundance of um, nutrients improves egg quality and it can and it can help to put a halt to ovarian aging, which is pretty cool. Okay. So let's, I love a good analogy. Let's pretend the egg in our womb is like an engine of a car. Are you saying improving the diet is like putting in amazing petrol to give that engine enough room? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So it can go faster. Yes. Okay. That makes sense because I was (laughs) thinking, how can you change the DNA with diet? But the way you've described it makes sense. Giving it the tools. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Okay. So with that, now I understand that. So thank you for <laughs> that. Can you please, let's let's talk through a few key ways that diet can help to boost our egg quality. Yeah. So I also want to, diet is a big component of what I obviously educate women on, but it is also a holistic approach that I encourage women to take because it's not one single thing that's going to improve or boost or optimize egg quality. It's a compound effect of lots of little things that are in relation to the diet, lifestyle, supplementation, choices, et cetera. So I guess- Well, let's start then. Yeah. yeah. With diet nutrition and then perhaps let's go on to some of those lifestyle changes. So some diet recommendations or tips I would would give would be to focus on a lot of antioxidant rich foods because antioxidants can help to 
reduce the free radical damage and to help protect the DNA within the egg cells. Um, And it's the DNA from mum that will be transferred to the baby. Same with dad as well and the sperm that that is transferred to the baby. So obviously we want to be doing everything we possibly can to protect that DNA that is going to be transferred to our future baby. I'd also recommend taking a quality prenatal supplement with at least 400 micrograms of folate because it's folate that's needed to make that new DNA and proteins and for the role that it plays in detoxification, all of which is, you know, super important for embryo growth and development. And there is some really awesome research to show that women who take folate before IVF have been found to have higher quality eggs, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then some other nutrients to look for, I guess, in a prenatal supplement would be all all of them that help to support all of the nutrients that help to support egg quality, help to support a growing baby. So things like zinc, selenium, vitamin D3, B12, choline, CoQ10, iodine, B3. So focusing on those nutrients and also those nutrients that found in food sources as well. So yeah, that'd probably be my biggest tips is to be focusing on the nutrients that help to protect from free radical damage to help protect those those DNA and to help to support the growth and development of our egg cells and the embryo. Amazing. So you talked about antioxidant-rich food, a lot of nutrients there. You talked about zinc, selenium, vitamin B3. I know you rattled off a lot more. If you were to say what would be, and I'm again putting you on the spot here, what would be your three favorite foods. So what foods encompass as many of these things as possible? I know it's a variety of foods that you'll be recommending. Absolutely. um, Great question. So, and I always like to have a food first approach. So definitely berries for their antioxidants. Berries are a good one and they're so versatile. You can have them for breakfast, lunch or dinner or dessert (laughs) or snacks. Yeah, so they're very versatile. I'd also encourage the consumption if you're not vegan, eggs. So they're really rich in choline and just two eggs a day can help you to reach half of your daily choline needs, which is really cool. And two Brazil nuts a day can help you to reach your selenium needs and selenium is really important as well. So yeah, that'd probably be my top three foods. Amazing. Oh, I should have said top five. Top five. Because <laughs> that was such a good list. I was like, oh, I want more. <laughs> oh, iodine, you can you seaweed, great. Seaweed's a great source of iodine. Mushrooms exposed to the sun for vitamin D. That's a good one Ooh, as well. Okay. Um, zinc I oysters. Oysters are a great source of zinc. Yeah. So you'd oysters before pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Nice one. Okay. Um, Fantastic. Thank you for that. So we have, you've just in a really beautiful, succinct way talked about key ways that diet can help to boost egg quality. Let's now go on to some of those lifestyle things you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some great research in regards to sleep. So my recommendation to your listeners would be to aim for at least seven hours of quality sleep in a dark environment if possible, because sleep that occurs in a dark room will help to promote that secretion of melatonin, which is known as our sleep hormone. And it's yeah released only in response to darkness. So this is important because it helps to support egg quality because it's a powerful antioxidant, has powerful antioxidant properties, melatonin. So that can help to obviously protect those egg cells I was talking about earlier from free radical damage. So yeah, definitely aiming for at least seven hours of quality sleep in a dark environment. I'd also say, and 
be really smart about this, but get outside and get some direct sunlight, at least 10 minutes of direct sunlight a day and or consider with supplementing with a vitamin D3 supplement. So this is to help boost obviously your vitamin D because vitamin D deficiency has the potential to interfere with hormone production, which can impact the growth of ovarian follicles. And then I guess my final tip in regards to lifestyle would be to reduce your exposure to harmful endocrine disrupting chemicals. And this this can be really easy um, and simple with some swaps like, you know, swapping out your plastic water bottle for a stainless steel or a glass one, um, because those those harmful endocrine disrupting chemicals. Um, I'll give you an example, BPA, because that's a really well-studied plastic. It can interfere with egg quality, fertilization, implantation, and fetal growth and development. So yeah, that's definitely an area that I encourage women to look into. See if they can make any swaps and alter- and look for alternatives and can have a massive impact on, on egg quality. So plastic, plastic is an obvious one. What would be the second one after plastics? Because I know shampoos can be... Yeah, and deodorant. I I often, because we're putting that, you know, on our armpits, direct, directly on our armpits, very close to our mammary yeah. glands and things yeah. like that, I often encourage women to look for an alternative if they can. And we With absorb, no aluminium, with no... Yeah, so heavy metals, yeah, they have an impact on egg quality. So anything that might be... Yeah, heavy metal based. Um, and uh, there's a really good website, nourishedlife.com. I, I often encourage women to check that out because there's heaps of awesome skincare, cosmetics, shampoos, conditioners, deodorants, those sorts of things that you can swap your mainstream ones for and that won't have any nasty side effects, I guess. Amazing. That's been a short episode that has given, it's been packed with full of punch. I love it. (laughs) So to wrap up with, if someone wants to find out more information about this, are there any top resources that you recommend apart from coming and see you for a consultation, which I'll ask for your details next, but are there any other resources you recommend? Um, Yes. Definitely. Um, we, we live in such an awesome time where we've got access to some amazing professionals on social media, which is which is great. So I would so I've I've made mention of a few different lifestyle recommendations. So things like, you know, reducing your endocrine disrupting chemical exposure. See if you can find an expert in that field and learn from them. Yes, finding, I guess that would be the key takeaway message is to find experts in their field and learn from them. There's, I think it's called the Environmental Toxin Nerd. She's amazing. So yeah, going and learning from from those who know their stuff, I guess. And also doing your own research, take everything with a grain of salt and be your biggest advocate and find people who want to advocate for you. So if you're not getting any answers with your doctor and you're feeling resistance, pushback, feel like your requests are being dismissed, find a different doctor. You know, you find someone who may be better suited to you and the outcomes that you wish to achieve because no one knows you better than yourself and you need to be your biggest advocate in this on your path to becoming a mama. That's what I have learned from the many women that I've worked with that you just need to find the right people to build your support team, I guess. Yeah, great advice. Thank you so much. I will let you 
get back to your beautiful little baby and toddler. It's your mother-in-law helping out today, isn't it? Yes, she's a godsend. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Lacey. Um, for those who want to find you, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm known as the expert nutritionist across all platforms. Um, I'm on Instagram, a little bit on Facebook. I have a podcast called The Expert Nutritionist and I've got a whole bunch of yeah, resources on my website, some blog posts and some freebies. So yeah, go and check them out. And I'll have all those links in the show notes, so just scroll below. Thank you so much, Lacey, for joining me today. I really do appreciate you taking the time to come and chat to us all about egg quality and improving it with diet. So thank you. Thank you for having me. We'll catch you soon. And before I sign off, remember my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode with all the links, including how to connect with Lacey at fitnessmama.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget that fitness challenge is kicking off inside Fitness Mama. So if you would like a bit of a booster with your fitness, your pregnancy fitness or your postnatal recovery, now is the time. So come and join us. All the links from the show notes. That's it, ladies. Have a fabulous day. And I look forward to you joining me next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.